0: Wake up in the morning. You're listening to Holly and Neera, the podcast you you. I like the gossip I like the humor in it It puts you in a good mood uh,
1: uh, uh, 94.5 Virgin Radio
0: Here are your hosts, Holly and Neera
1: Happy Friday, it's Holly and Neera Thank you for checking out the podcast Is Wordle making us smarter? I hope so huh. uh, I really uh. hope so
2: And when is the relationship on toot? Terms. Oh boy! Yes, you heard it correctly. Two <laughs> terms. And why was Will Smith not
1: escorted out of the Oscars? Will you be able to handle it? Oh, <laughs> girls, I do appreciate that. <laughs> First is the "want you" conversation a red flag? Take a listen.
0: Holly and Nira. First, yes.
1: Is the "want you" conversation a red flag? The "want you." My girlfriend wants to sit her man down and have the "want you" conversation. As in, I don't want you to clean out the dishwasher. I want you to want to clean out the dishwasher. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They've I, hit that mm-hmm. point. I don't want
2: you to clean out the dishwasher. I want you to want to
1: clean out the dishwasher. Yes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's the it's the it's the old the old saying, mm-hmm.
2: isn't it now? And especially because if we want them to do it, then. They're doing it for that pat on the back as well. That's right. Which really annoys me. Like uh, uh, look what I did. I emptied yep. out the dishwasher. You're
1: like, congratulations. I know. Good. For, for you. <laughs> uh-huh. You're right. But if they just do it because they want to do it. Yes. Way better. So I'm, I
2: am in that situation. I always have been, my husband, he can do it all. Mm -hmm. But he's just so used to me just doing it all. And in the fact that when he does it, it's never good enough, he says, because then I always go back and either check or rewipe or re whatever. Check. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh yes. you said you cleaned the kitchen. Right. But a couple of pounds are still on the stove. The right. stove hasn't been wiped. Yeah, and there's crumbs on the counter. So yes. you didn't complete the task. So then I go back and I can't handle that. But he says that's my problem.
1: It is. Okay. <laughs> He's great. right? I want him <laughs> yes. to want to have the kitchen spick and span. Okay, so part of the want you to want—I don't want you to, to clean the kitchen. I want you to want to clean the kitchen. Thing is, you have to let them do it their way. And for a lot of people, mostly women. It's hard to let go of that control. And also, I can't handle the kitchen looking like a disaster. Right.
2: Whereas he's cool with us all eating lunch. We're a family of five plus a dog. So six. And then just putting on, like, throwing on a board game. Putting out a board game. Right? Right. Like, let's play family board game. I'm like, I'm cleaning the kitchen. And he's like, just come hang out with us. I'm like, well, why aren't you coming and cleaning with me? Mm.
1: But I get, I don't know. I don't yep. know what
2: the answer is. Okay,
1: so what would you rather? Would you rather he said to you, "Nira, here, here's a dirty kitchen. Clean it." Hopefully oh, <laughs> in a nice way. "Here's the kitchen for yeah. you to clean the way you like to clean it. I'll distract the kids." Or would you rather him be like, "I'll clean up yeah. his way?" Yes. But you can't judge him. Right. And you go play with your kids. See, no, it never not, that way never works. I'm still stressed out. So the whole time you're playing with your kids, supposed to be chilling with them, you're thinking, "What's We're he like, doing?" And then
2: don't forget, and then those ones right. don't remember. That's only top rack. Yeah. And then ah, that pan can't go in the in you know the dishwasher. Wow. Or don't forget that one is Vim.
1: So and the other, other one is Lysol. Are you hovering the whole time? No, it's from my seat. Like <laughs> my seat, my throne. I can see you. Holly and Nira.
0: Holly and Nira. Virgin.
1: Tomorrow, April 2nd, is World Autism Acceptance Day. That's very sweet. It's a day to recognize, to spread awareness about autism and the autism community. World Autism Acceptance Day is a day to be accepting, be inclusive, and to be kind. Of course. It's a it's a
2: lesson that we all need to learn at all times and never forget the lesson about kindness. You're right. And have there been some changes, too, in terms of autism and the the different ways of yes. describing the spectrum
1: yes it's it's always evolving Nero, because it, there's not a lot of things known about autism, to mm-hmm. be totally honest. It's also known as ASD, which is Autism Spectrum Disorder. Mm-hmm. And one in 66 kids and youth are diagnosed with ASD, Autism Spectrum Disorder, in Canada. Mm-hmm. Boys are almost four times more likely to be diagnosed with autism or some form of it. And they say it's spectrum disorder because that's what it is. It affects every person differently. It it affects them on a spectrum. You can be uh, anywhere on that spectrum. And, and like you were saying, it is always changing and they say the terms like you might have heard like she has mild autism or Mm -hmm. he has severe or he's low functioning and he's high functioning. Yes, yes, yes. Those terms, yeah, they're kind of offensive now. Okay, yeah. But but that's what we know Mm -hmm. and that's why this day is very important to re-educate yourself and yeah, so we're just saying spectrum now. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it's tomorrow. And it's tomorrow and you can go to autismcanada.ca and uh, it is a cause, it is a disease that is a lifelong condition for the kid who has it and for the family and everybody around them so mm-hmm. and it hits very close to my heart so um yeah tomorrow's a big day
2: it is a very mm-hmm. big day yes yeah. so you know like you said at the beginning it's all about kindness it's about mm-hmm. learning it's about educating that's right and it's about making sure that our children our children of the
1: future that's right have an understanding of all the different kinds of kids that there are out there in the world that's right it's mm-hmm. a great opportunity to sit down maybe with your kids tomorrow and have a conversation mm-hmm. i bet they know somebody who is on the spectrum? Who mm-hmm. is part of that community? So. But they may not know that that's, that's what right. it is. Exactly. That's right. Okay. Awesome.
0: Holly and Nira. Virgin
1: Radio. There's something that dogs do that humans should be doing as well. You know how dogs tilt their heads? Mm, so cute. Like, you like your dog sushi, Nira? Like, yeah, sushi. Yeah. And they go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With their little nose too, and their nose tilts and like wiggles. Well, I didn't know, but when a dog tilts their head, it helps them pay attention more. And now they say humans should try tilting their head as well. To pay attention more and to um absorb more information when <laughs> we're talking to someone. Have you not noticed how much I tilt my head when you're talking to me? I thought it was because we have a microphone in front of our faces so you couldn't see. No. This I'm actually a beautiful face, so you t- tilted. I always tilt. You do? You've never noticed that I tilt when I'm thinking? Oh honest to God, I thought it was because the microphone. I didn't know. No. Have have I ever talked to you not with a microphone? Let me think. (laughs) (laughs) I have a few times. I tilt my head. I'm always tilting when I'm thinking. Have you noticed I tilt? Oh, you smarty pants.
2: I've been tilting. I didn't know it was a thing. I just always tilt when I'm thinking. I'm always like, Huh.
1: Yeah, you're right. I know. You are a bit of a doggy. (laughs) When dogs tilt their heads, they get a better, like, peripheral view of a human's face. And they say the more of their face they can see, the better they can get the information from a human. And that's why some dogs really tilt their head a lot, and some, like, never do. Yeah. Those are kind of the ding dong dogs, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) So, you
2: know, uh, squeaky toys? Yeah. The doggy toys? Mm-hmm. That one, whoa. If you want to ever get your dog's head to tilt, yeah. that one gets them because they're like, whoa, wait, huh? Where, huh? Huh? Whoa, huh? Whoa. And whoa. now I understand because they're really trying to process where that's coming from,
1: what's happening, and they're actually really thinking. Is your dog a tilter? My dog's a tilter. Okay. And Does she know her name? Yes. Okay, can she like do basic commands? Yes, Some basic of them. commands. Yeah, ba- yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good. She's actually pretty smart. Does she know specifically? Like, do you have a name for a toy? Like, you look. Like, where's your Where's your poop ski or whatever? Where's your Where's your <laughs> We're definitely not naming toys poop ski. Yeah, right. Okay, that's confusing for a dog. With pee and poo. Right. 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 But like, <laughs> yeah. where's your baby or whatever you've got? No, she knows. Like, she knows her treat mat. Like, okay. She knows treat mat. And okay. And she knows her bed. Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah. She yeah. knows that kind of stuff. Okay. They say that's all from tilting. That's how they learn those kind of things. Okay. All right. Tilting and. Is this something that has been recommended for humans, or you're just saying it? No, I'm not just saying it. Uh, okay. No, no, this is like a scientific thing. Okay. They're testing it right now, and okay. they think maybe if we tilt, yeah. we can learn more. And you don't tilt. More. You know that, right? I'm not a tilter. You don't tilt. No. And I can't retain any information. <laughs> there we go. Try <laughs> are <tilting>. you again? <laughs> Try Holly tilting.
0: and Nira. Holly and Neera. Virgin
1: Radio. It's time for a round of Hurdle,
2: Bridgerton Edition. Well, Hurdle is the spin off of Wordle. You know, Wordle, it's like that crossword, Meek Sudoku, we're all completely obsessed with it. Yeah, you gotta guess the five letter word in six tries. Well, Hurdle, spin off of Wordle, where you can hear clips of songs in little increments and you got to guess the song. Yeah. Okay. It's so fun. It's so we we played Hurdle. We did our own version of Hurdle a couple of weeks ago, but we thought, why not today? Friday, April the 1st. It's the one week anniversary of the premiere of season two of Bridgerton.
1: Is this an anniversary <laughs> now? This is what we're celebrating. It's been out for one week. It's been out for one <laughs> week, giving you plenty of time. I mean, I binge watched it. You did. Oh, as soon as it was it. released.
2: Okay. I was I was finished by Saturday night. Oh boy. L- last Saturday. Don't say
1: released and finished. It's all a bit <laughs> last <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. <laughs> okay, so now let's do a round of Hurdle, Bridgerton edition,
2: because, you know, Bridgerton is so good at taking top 40 hits, big songs that we play here on Virgin Radio, and then what is it called when they have... It's an instrumental, but they've
1: completely changed the instrument, like it's all violin. Yeah, yeah. It's like they've uh, orchestrated. Maybe. Yeah. That's not the correct word. Well, it made it like sound like from 1813. Yeah, it's like a remix. So we're going to
2: try to figure out which song... This is from the
1: Bridgerton soundtrack. Okay, and Hurdle works where the the quicker you can guess the song, the better you do at the game. Yeah. So I and they literally play one second clips at a time. I think this will be hard though because it's not the actual song. I think we should give ourselves like three seconds. Three seconds? Don't you? We can. Tr- and we don't have the answers. By the way, we do not know what these songs are. Uh, producer Darren has mystery clipped these for us. We mystery clip, mystery answers. Here you ready? We go. Mm. Here we go. Three seconds. It's a lot. I'm going to do two. Oh God. Here we go. That was three. <laughs> that was three. Oh, Lord, these are hard. These are hard. Okay, wait, here we go. Oh, de- 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 Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish. Yes, bad guy. Yes. Oh, my God, that took us 13 seconds. Go. Yes, these are naughty. Easy, Because, Uh,
2: I mean, not to give ourselves too much credit, but the first time when Holly and I played Hurdle, Holly and Nira rocked it. Hurdle, you mean. Oh, sorry, Hurdle.
1: Well, because what do we do for a living? We we, We should be (laughs) extremely good at this game, by the way. I know, but this is Bridgerton Edition. Okay. All right. Here comes another one. Here we go. I know this one. I know this one. Wait. Okay. I loved this one. Oh, it's so good. Oh, well, you've seen this in the show. Well, you saw season one, too. It's not just season two. Dang, I think I know. What is it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so good. I can't hear it. I don't know. She want me to tell you uh, what I think it is? Mm -hmm. Okay. Want you. Okay, no offense. I still don't know. <laughs> Your singing is not helping. Help. I'm gonna say wrecking ball, Miley Cyrus. Wrecking ball? Yes, wrecking wow, ball. Wow, dang, what? Yes, I knew that one. That's so hard. So good though. Okay. So good. Okay, should we do one more? You think you can handle it? Do you wanna do the hardest one? Apparently. The... No, I don't want to do the hardest okay. one. Just give me a good okay, one. Okay, here we go. Oh yeah. Yeah. Are you ready? Seven Rings? Thank you, next. Oh, thank you, next. Dang. Let's see. Oh, yeah, I have the answer. Ariana Grande. Thank thank wasn't next. a match. We did good. We did good. Okay, that one was good. Okay. That, that Miley Cyrus one blew my mind. Yeah. Okay, yeah, here, here we go. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Oh, I know. Room 5. Oh, yes, yes. Room 5. Yeah. Girl, girl like you. Girl like you. Yeah. Okay. Where's the Cardi B part? Am I hearing <laughs> <laughs> Was Cardi B around at Bridgerton? Okay, so we did okay. Billy. We have one one to... last one. Okay, okay, fine, do it. Let this. Now this up. is the one that's apparently really difficult. Okay. Here we go. Oh my god. <laughs> yes.
2: Oh I know this one. <laughs> Taylor Swift! Wildest dream! That's the one where they really do it outside, really? in the, like when they run outside in the rain, isn't it? Daphne and the oh, Duke? is this from the first season? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yes, yes, wildest dream.
1: Yes, I
2: still don't hear it.
1: <laughs> Again, you're singing as so I can't.
0: <laughs> Holly and Nira, and now.
2: Exclusive backstage info as to why Will Smith was not escorted out of the Oscars. Will you be shocked? That's today's (laughs) top biz story. I mean, it was that infamous slap across Chris Rock's face by Will Smith during the Oscars. That was on Sunday. Oh! Oh, wow, was right. And now, Oscars producer Will Packer has spoken for the very first time this morning. He was overseeing the awards for, you know, the first time in his career. Uh, when Will Smith... Slap, first and last. Yeah, <laughs> right? He's like, uh, is this normal, guys? No, obviously he didn't say that. But he says when that slap happened, his perspective of, of the incident from backstage, being right there on the sidelines, he said it was a state of confusion, then chaos, then conversation, and then the immediate aftermath of the altercation. He's like, everybody was like, okay, w- w- what? But then the yelling began, and that's when they really realized
1: things have taken a turn. That's when I realized it was real. The, like, the yelling. When he was yelling, I was like, okay. It, uh, the majority right. of people
2: thought it was something that was planned, that it was some kind of like... setup, setup. Uh. I don't know, uh, but... The yelling took it next level. He says, uh, the Oscars producer says there was more conversations about Will Smith backstage and to have him removed from the award ceremony after what took place. And what kept Will Smith there? Why was he not escorted out of the Oscars? Because of Chris Rock. Oh, really? Chris Rock said he did not want to have Will Smith... Be led out of this room. He did not want him to have to leave physically. He did not want a, want to make a bad situation worse. He said he just wanted to leave it as it was. Smart. And everyone was just saying whatever Chris Rock wants in the situation is what's going to happen.
1: Don't you think Chris Rock, if he had said like, "Yeah, get him out of here," it would have spun the story to make him look bad. I would mm-hmm. I would have done exactly what Chris Rock did. Like, no, just leave it. It's all Will Smith right now and his issues. I won't. I don't want anything to do with this. Like, yeah. Yeah. hands up. I, and also, he, they've always had respect
2: for each other, mm-hmm. Will Smith and Chris Rock. I think Chris Rock was also in a state of, what the, what
1: just, huh? I, I was surprised Will Smith was not just dragged out of there, though, and arrested. Like, think if, if this had happened at a Canucks game, mm-hmm. and Will Smith just went up, slapped mm-hmm. somebody. He yeah. would have been dragged out. He would have been arrested right away. Like, done. Bye. Yeah. And yet, he stayed. And then he won an award. And everyone gave him a standing ovation. I was like, this is all so screwed up. Yes. Yeah,
2: so the producer again, Will Packer, had really wished that that moment when he got the award, he would have, he would have made that proper apology to Chris Rock. But instead, it's kind of as though he had excuses for what totally. he had done, but the excuses weren't proper
1: excuses whatsoever. No, he's like, "I'm a vessel of love. God wants me here to be a vessel of love for my people. Are you okay? Yeah, no. Do you know what you just did?" I think he blocked it out
2: completely. And Justin Bieber just dead. He got booed during a show in Montreal, okay? Come on, Justin, you know better. He's in Montreal,
1: but then he started going off about how the Canadians suck. Oh boy. And all about the Toronto Maple Leafs. It was because he's chums with Austin Matthews. They're like besties right now. It doesn't matter, you're in Montreal. That's true. You fool! You're a fool! Yeah, you are. Kate, you're doing a show in Montreal.
2: You want these people to love you. Then he apparently did win them back by saying Montreal is one of his favorite cities in oh, all of Canada. Good job, Kate. Okay. Like, I love poutine. Does that make it better, right? Come, Come on. on. You're smarter than this. <laughs> and Insync, uh, they teased us. Insync put up a tweet the other day that says something is coming. Mm-hmm. Bye, bye, bye. Bye,
1: bye, 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 bye. Reunion tour.
2: InSync teasing us big time. That's it. That's it. Fans are hoping for a reunion tour. InSync hasn't released new music since they went on hiatus
1: in 2002. Since Justin Timberlake left. They did not retire. They went on hiatus 20 years ago. Right. And maybe now new music is coming. Okay, so will Justin Timberlake be a part of it if they you, asked him? You know what? I think this is now possible.
2: What's going on in his career right now? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. This is what people want. Do it. Give us what we want. We want you part of InSync. We want it all back together again. I'm Nira, and that's The Biz.
0: Holly and Nira. Virgin.
2: History was made. History made for truth and reconciliation for the indigenous people of Canada. Pope Francis. Pope Francis has officially apologized for the Roman Catholic Church's role in Canada's residential schools. Wow. It actually happened. He says, I am very sorry. He apologizes and says that he is ashamed at all that they had endured. He asked for God's forgiveness. And I want to say to you with all my heart, I am very sorry. Pope Francis has also confirmed that he is going to come here this summer to Canada to meet with the Indigenous peoples. His apology came during a final meeting with First Nations, Inuit, and Métis
1: delegates at the Vatican. Wow. This is huge. This is huge and historic. And like you said, truth, first comes the truth, then Mm -hmm. the reconciliation. And this Mm -hmm. is a massive part of that.
2: Said sorrow and shame for the role that a number of catholics particularly those with educational responsibilities have had in all these things that have wounded you and this is what the indigenous communities have been asking for they mm-hmm. said that they need an apology from the pope from the catholic church they need they need them to admit
1: what was done yeah take take ownership yeah. over what they did responsibility what they knew was happening and did not do anything about
2: that's acknowledge right. it acknowledge it and you you need to acknowledge it and you need to apologize and that's exactly what was done and now with the Pope hopefully coming this summer, they can possibly try and get a little bit of closure from what from what
1: they needed from the Pope. I hope that this has that trickle-down effect of hope and reconciliation and for the Indigenous people of Canada. I mm-hmm. hope this does bring them, hopefully not more anger. I'm sure it will trigger a bunch of things, but hopefully this is hope. Mm-hmm. Hope for them. And speaking of triggers,
2: emotional support or assistance for those who are affected by the residential school system can be found at Indian Residential School Survivor Society. It's a 24-hour crisis line that's also available 1-866-925-4419. Awesome. Thanks, Neera.
0: Holly and Neera
2: is the relationship on toot terms? Pardon? Oh, yes. (laughs) Okay, yes. Stop. You heard it correctly. (laughs) What is the relationship on toot terms? Now, before I left, I, I went on vacation this week for spring break, right? There was a story I told you about. About this pop star in Brazil and she had to go to the ER because of the ultimate sacrifice that many women make. She held it in. She held it in too long because she refused to let out gas in front of her new boyfriend. Oh, gosh, yes, they it is. Hold it in. She said, quote, they had not been dating long enough to be on farting terms. <laughs> I like, love that you can barely say that. Farting terms. Yes, yeah. she said they weren't on those terms yet in their relationship. So the accumulation of the... Trapped gas in her intestine sent her to the ER. This isn't a one-day thing. This wasn't a two-day thing, three-day... That's all she kept doing in front of it, like anytime they were around. And then obviously, shmoopy whoopy phase, whatever it's called. Yeah,
1: yeah. They're hanging out more and more and more. So she's holding it in more and more and more. Was she never alone? Did she ever take a drive in the car or like have a shower alone or they were just together? I was like, just go to the bathroom. All the time. Girl. Just go to the bathroom. Okay, no, that advice doesn't work. Who can hold
2: it until they get to the bathroom? Okay, I'm imagining that even if you are sitting with this person and you're watching a movie, mm. say you gotta go pee yeah, and go yeah. let it out. Yeah, okay. To the point where she got sent to the ER. But she said, okay, fine. They weren't on those terms. So I want to know, when is the relationship?
1: Like, when is a relationship on two terms? And are you talking for men or women? Because dudes, you know dudes. (laughs) No. They don't care. They're letting her rip. They think it's funny and cute. And for some reason, we do too. We're like, now stop it. Okay, yeah. (laughs) I I mean, the whole
2: dudes and tooting thing. Yeah. I think, let's not count that. Let's talk about two terms. Sorry, guys, you don't count. Well, no, I think they just do it. Oh, they love it. I don't think her boyfriend had a problem doing it in front of her. It Loud was her. Proud. Yeah. You know, just like I said, we need to let okay. this go as a sacrifice as women. When <laughs> when do you feel like you can be on two terms with your, with your person, with your companion? With well, the guy you're seeing or the girl you're seeing, whatever it is. When can you get to two terms? Is it a window of time? Is it you got to hit the three month mark or it has to be a conversation? Mm -hmm. Are we on two terms? (laughs) Maybe it is.
1: Like if you move in. Okay. Definitely. Obviously, if you're moving in, you got to be on two terms, right? Do you, Nira? Because you have been married for 19 years. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. And you've never farted in front of your husband. Not on purpose ever. No, never on purpose. He says he's heard me do it in my sleep. He claims, he claims, but he's never. You've never done it, no. Nope. Even like by accident, and I, like you had to admit it because it was think obvious. By accident happened when I was pregnant, and yes. I was so mortified. That is, I swear to you, you might think I'm disgusting, and I might seem like the kind of person who loves to fart you in front of my husband. See, I like seem like you a farter, are a two terms person with boyfriends. For I'm sure. not though. <laughs> I'm actually not. I'm. I'm not. I'm really, really not. I'm the opposite. <laughs> I. I'm fine. like, it's normal. That's cool. But, but I course. don't. I have friends. who were like they let it rip in front of their husbands and boyfriends yeah. i'm like i can't i'm not there yet what about people who do it under the covers what is that called and oh yeah it purpose? um it's called hot boxing dutch oven yeah dutch oven dutch oven hot boxing dutch oven yeah, yeah that's just yeah. Dis- do that is disgusting yes disgusting but i too was pregnant and i couldn't because when you're pregnant like i don't know i was a lot like, of pressure oh my god it was endless pressure and i had no control I was just like, I know that's farted in front of him. And I wanted to leave. I was like, goodbye. It's been fun. Like, I couldn't handle it. It's really strange to me because you totally seem like you would toot in front of the man. (laughs) No problem. Like, any man, actually. Okay. (laughs) Holly and Mira.
0: It's the 94.5 Virgin Radios. Cash it or stash it.
1: Powered by King of Floors. Thank you so much for this giant cash pile of cash. We're giving away twenty five thousand dollars right now to somebody. It's a lot of money. I haven't seen this kind of money in, ever. I've never either. <laughs> wow, twenty five thousand dollars
2: cash it or stash it. Fifty eight people stashed it. What's your chance of winning, if you were a
1: stasher, one in fifty eight. I got the number. Here we go. Make somebody's weekend. Hello? Hello, we're looking for Shannon Hill. This is. Oh, hello, Shannon Hill. Hello, good morning.
2: Good morning. Have you binge watched Bridgerton season two yet, Shannon Hill?
1: No, I haven't. Oh. Mm. I don't know why we're doing that. <laughs> to be totally honest, I have no idea why we're doing that. Shannon Hill, um, it's Holly and Nira calling from 945 Virgin Radio. Oh my gosh, no way. And she just did a gasp. That's very <laughs> Bridgerton of you. That's ve- very. <gasps> okay. <gasps> now,
2: Shannon, uh, you participated, played a game with us called Cash It or Stash It. And you said, you know what? I'm not going to cash it. I'm not going to take 250 bucks. I'm going to stash it. I'm going to put my name away for this draw that's happening on April 1st, where someone is going to be walking away with $25,000. Yeah.
1: Okay, and officially 58 people are in the draw to win this money, but only one can win. Yeah, only one can win. Because, I mean, it's powered by King of Floors. That's right. Here you go. Here's (laughs) $25,000. Here's $25,000 to give away to somebody, some lucky person. Yep. Yep, and um, Shannon... That, I can't even believe it. That <laughs> lucky person is you. Oh, my God. You did it. I don't even know what to say. My God. So, <laughs> thank you so much. Oh, you are oh, so God. welcome.
2: Thank oh you. Oh, Shadow Hill of Langley, $25,000 from Virgin oh Radio's Cash It or Stash It, honey, because you stashed
1: it, and you came out the major winner. I'm shaking. I am absolutely shaking. Like, like we're going to send you a check, just straight up, yeah. twenty five grand, tax free oh, you guys are amazing. Ta- ta- no worries. No worries about tax and what the government's taking. Yeah, forget the
2: government. Yeah, $25,000 <laughs> now. Can you give us a little bit of an idea of where you think that money is? will be going or what you're going to be doing with it? Oh, So many places. I've got some
1: things that I'd like to pay off, but also, too, I was thinking about I've never taken my kids on a trip anywhere. Oh, How many kids? That that would be awesome. How many kids do you have, Shannon? I have two, one, ten, one, nine. Oh, Oh, wow. That would be so amazing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm just in so much shock.
2: Oh, well, congratulations. Sounds like this is well-deserved money. Shannon Hill of Langley, congratulations. We're so
1: happy for you. Thanks, ladies. I appreciate it. Okay, now take a breath. It's happening. Okay. Let it sink in, have a coffee, and just dream of that 25 grand, Shannon. Absolutely. We're writing the check right now. Well, yeah. King of Florence is, I mean. <laughs> No, Nira, not to yourself. She's right. Okay. <laughs> I gotta go, but awesome. Thank you so much, Holly and Nira. I appreciate it. Um, oh, you're so welcome, honey. Uh, happy, happy Friday. Yes, and happy weekend. Oh my you. god.
2: Absolutely. Oh, thank you. And make sure you have some good drinks tonight, okay, to celebrate. Yes. I will. <laughs> I definitely will. I'll cheers to you. <laughs> yes, one, one promise, too. Make sure you buy yourself
1: a real a good pair of shoes. Okay. I will. Come <laughs> on. 100%. Or a good pair. Thank purse. you. For <laughs> <laughs> all of the above. Congrats, Shannon. Thank you. Holly and Nira. What's the most common
2: dream slash nightmare that people have in Canada? Oh. It's actually for North America. Okay. This is the most common dream. Yeah, they have those different studies they do where they're like. And this country loves this candy. And that country loves this candy. You know what I mean? No, they just yeah, the studies, the studies that matter. The studies that matter, yes. Right. Different countries around the world and what they like or what they do. Well, this was based on your country, what you're dreaming about. And they found Canada, North America, the number one most common dream, teeth falling out. Really? That is the most common dream for North Americans.
1: I've never had that dream. Not
2: or something once. to do with your teeth. You've never had a dream I've about never your teeth had a falling teeth, out?
1: I've never had a tooth dream. Ever? I don't think so. Huh. What does it mean?
2: Teeth falling out are associated with loss and important life changes. Oh. This dream indicates that you are either dealing with some kind of loss, like a possible end to a relationship or a job change, that you're very stressed out. Um, it just has like, it's 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 about stress. There's a lot of stress okay. going on, usually in your life. Um, and so it's not shocking that North Americans are having the dream about your teeth falling out. Because like I said, these are dreams. Not everybody's were nightmares. But for North Americans, the number one dream I call slash nightmare is your teeth falling out.
1: I'm surprised I actually haven't dreamt about teeth more because I grind my teeth. I grind my jaw super bad every night. I know you do too. Yes. So do you dream about teeth falling out? I, I think I have yeah. or something to do with my teeth. Okay. Definitely. Like
2: um, they say it's, it's, it's really associated with stress, anxiety, major changes in your life, uh, jealousy even if you're having any form of jealousy. Really? Grinding your teeth. Yes is a major indication that you would have dreams about your teeth.
1: Interesting. Yeah, so I'm shocked that you're that you've never had this. But you know, you know when you wake up sometimes and you remember the dream and then like literally 5 seconds later you're like, "Oh, what was that about again?" Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. forget my dreams all the time too. So I mean, who knows? Remember back in the day they used to tell
2: you if you had if you were a person who dreamt a lot, to have a journal sitting oh, yeah. beside your bed with a pen mm-hmm. and to write your dreams down right away because otherwise you forget them and they're, they're right there when you wake up mm-hmm. or if, if it wakes you up in the middle of the night, jot it down, write it down because it's your subconscious that's trying to give you these messages. And indications that North Americans' number one dream, that this is the number one thing people dream about, really showcases what our lifestyles are like, right? Because mm-hmm. there's so many places around the world where there's so much more relaxed than North Americans are. Yeah. We're not a chill-based
1: society. No, no, we no. don't do siesta, we're all, we're not into the 4-day work week. Dude, it took us a pandemic to realize that if we're not feeling well, we should stay home from work or school and yeah. not fight it yeah. and go anyway. Yes, I mean, you're right. It took us a pandemic to
2: realize, "Hey, I'm sick. I should not be going to work." Oh, a sick day. Take mm-hmm. it. What? See, that's still hard. It's still hard. I'm going to grind my teeth about that. Oh tonight. God, she's <laughs> grinding.
0: Holly and Nira. Fridge.
1: Guess what say adults? I mean, guess what adults say is ruining their day? Life? (laughs) Adulting! Yes! Yes! Hard man! Adults were asked, what's Mm -hmm. ruining your day these days? And they were like, being an adult. It's so hard. Adulting. I look at my children all the time and think, do you... Well, actually,
2: I say it out loud to them. Do you,
1: do you have any idea how lucky you are? And you don't say it that calmly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> how lucky you are? Do you have any idea how amazing it is? How like, easy you've got it? Even my four-year-old, her name's Jaya, she's like, why Why you got to go to work? <laughs> and I'm like, to make money. And she says, why? I'm like, to buy this house. And her eyes, she's like what do you mean? I'm like, it costs money for this house that I we live it. in. And she's like,
1: what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, at the age of four, I'm telling you the truth, girl. And house insurance. Yeah. And and house property in- transfer pro- tax, honey. And property taxes, Never honey. heard about that? <laughs> I had true. to open a bank account yesterday and uh, it it ruined my whole day. Why did you have to open up another bank account? Because we're getting a mortgage because we bought a place.
2: Congratulations. Thank adulting. you. Uh-huh. Adulting.
1: Major adulting in North Bend, and now we have to get a mortgage and pay for it. We're just gonna be, didn't you already have a bank account? Not with this. We're getting a mortgage through TD Bank. I didn't have a bank account oh. at TD Bank. So I had to go set up uh, an account yesterday. And like, honestly, it was so seamless and easy. And the guy who was helping me, Adnan, he loves our show. He was like so sweet and yeah. cute. It was a quick process. Yet still, it ruined my entire day. <laughs> I can't handle adulting right now. I'm just like, no.
2: I was already thinking of all the phone calls that I need to make. Because I was off for a few days and I really tried to shut her down Mm. as much as I could, you know, not try to be, I try to be more present with me and my kids. Yeah. As soon as you start being present, like everybody says it's supposed to be so good for your life, you get so behind on adult life. Totally. That when you come back from being present, it just, it kind of does the, it's an oxymoron, right? Because you're trying to relax, but it has now sent me so backwards that
1: I can't now catch up because all the adulting I didn't do in the past few days. That's right. That needs to be done. Yeah, you're like, I'm being present. So you just sort of push everything to the back burner and then all of a sudden everything's on the back burner. You yeah. got to do it. Uh, so many phone calls I have to make, so many appointments I have to figure out. Okay, how about this for a side hustle? Somebody to adult for you. Is that a thing? Isn't that an assistant? How much is that? You can't afford it. I can't? You don't even have a bank account. Oh, yeah, dang it. <laughs> Holly and Nira. Holly and Playing it, but is Wordle making us smarter? I am too smart. SMRT,
2: you better be saying yes because Wordle they say is a cross between a crossword and Sudoku. Mm. And you have to figure out this five letter word within six tries, that's right. And it comes up with all these little boxes, all these little colors to kind of let you know which letters you've got right, which letters are in there, what aren't, which ones are wrong. It's really good
1: exercise for your brain. No? No. (gasps) How dare you? Wordle does not make you any smarter. Yes, it does. It does not make you any smarter. Who's saying it doesn't? Doctors, researchers Uh. from UBC and the University of Calgary. What are they saying? They say you can brag all you want, you wordlers. I got it on row three. I got it on the first. Guess, go for it. Brag about it. Play it a lot. Consider yourself really good at it. Be really good at it. But it does not make you any smarter than any human who doesn't play Wordle. Okay, listen up exercising your brain and these same doctors
2: and scientists have said over and over and over again that because of now our smartphones right here we are not exercising our brain like we used to we're not using it the way we used to so you would think a
1: game like wordle would help exercise your brain in different ways Mm -hmm. to make it smarter they say it doesn't do that either it definitely exercises your brain, but it does you. not no. make you no. smarter. No, I'm and it that. doesn't make you um, age better either, which was another one. that I, If you want to never age, play Sudoku. No, it's really good for you. They say it's not a bad thing. If you love puzzles, you love word games, you love Sudoku, great, do it. It is actually what your brain is craving, which is maybe why you're like, mm. it's making me smarter. Mm. That's just what your brain likes to do, and that's great, but it doesn't make you IQ smarter than anybody else, <laughs> just because you're a
2: wordler. Okay, well, it doesn't make you IQ smarter than anybody else. This is from someone who's been playing. So
1: clearly, the study is true. They've proven their point. You're welcome, <laughs> Holly and Mira.